Welcome to Never Too Serious with Scott and Dave. I'm Scott. And I'm Dave. Uh, let's see. Where are we at? 37. I think that's what I put on the little clicker. Yep. Episode 37. Not bad, huh? That's pretty good. I, I kind of stopped counting. You know, I we both know my abilities to count is yeah, we're still not working that on good. That. So, you know, I'm just going with it. To me, this is just a lot of double digit. Well, <laughs> it is. It is. It's starting to get to a higher and higher number. Uh, I... Uh, it's been kind of a rough week for me. I know you kind of shifted around with your uh, work schedule, and it's just kind of felt weird. But I think to make things worse, there's all this new COVID stuff coming out. Right. And, and so I am, of course, getting tired of listening to the COVID stuff. But then things keep changing, and now we're reverting back to the lockdowns and the mask requirements. And now they're they're actually starting to implement uh, vaccine mandates. Mandates, right. And I, I'm just kind of mentally getting drained of this. And hopefully those of you listening are not too drained and are tuning out now. But I kind of want to talk a little bit more about COVID today and some of these new rules. Right, yeah. And maybe a couple of, uh, you know, laws that we may not know about that could help us, you know, have some peace of mind or... You know, some th- to, some ways to protect our, our rights. Yeah. So, I I know if if COVID wasn't such a, it's not just a daily thing. It's a minute by minute thing. Unfortunately, you know, because uh, where I happen to work, you know, I have to. Well, what am I saying? Everybody has to right now, but I have to wear a face covering and. And it affects me. And when I'm working in an area and it happens to be 95 degrees in the area I'm working and I'm wearing this mask, it's, I remember it by the minute and it's very um, troublesome for me. And, and that's just the physical part of it. Not even the mental part of it. The mental part of it, in my opinion, is even worse. So, well, I had an experience this week at work. It's sort of back to school tonight, school time. And so I'm, I'm going back getting stuff prepped for the new year and one of my duties is to manage some facilities. And so I was doing more physical stuff instead of sitting in front of a computer. And I had to wear a mask the entire time. And I ended up having to leave early uh, because I just wasn't feeling very, very good. I was feeling a lot more fatigued. Um, there were several times where I just had to like go off, remove the mask and take a breather. But then I started getting this really bad headache and it kept getting worse and worse throughout the day. And so I ended up going home a couple hours early and uh, just tried to, I don't know, recover. And eventually the headache went away. But I, have, I don't suffer from headaches. Right. This was a pretty substantial headache and I think it was directly related to mask me. induced. Yeah. Uh, wearing the mask. Lack of oxygen induced. You know what? So too much CO two maybe. I don't know. So let me tell you. So this is this is my personal issue with some masks. So I'm allowed to wear in fact I should just call it face coverings because face coverings is all they really care about. Mm-hmm. You know, masks is nifty if you have one, but just cover your face and everybody's happy. So I wear these, what do they call it? Face shields, I think is what they are. And they're acceptable almost everywhere except for like a hospital. Mm -hmm. And so (laughs) I could wear wear this, but when it gets that hot, 100 degrees out, and because it goes around your neck and it covers a huge part of, you know, half of your face and neck. Well, that happens to be where you retain and or, you know, a lot of heat. 
and a good place to get cool. You know, I even wear these little little cooling bandana things around your neck just to keep it cool. So that's a good place to keep it cool. And so, so I'm over here, you know, wearing that. So I have to take it off and wear these other, the medical ones, you know, that they call them medical. They're an actual mask, but mm-hmm. they're... They're not N95. No, yeah. no, no, no. And so, and I put them on. Well, a problem I've always ran into is I've got like a cinder block face or something. Not, it's not trying to say it's chiseled by any means. <laughs> it's just big. And so when I used to wear glasses, I used to have to wear, oh, and they would, you know, the little arms that come back and mm-hmm. oh. hold them on. They would dig into the back of my ear because my face, unfortunately, isn't a standard face. There's a lot of long distance from my bridge of my nose to my ear. Mm-hmm. And it used to give me bad headaches in high school all the time, as well as the sensitivity in the back of my ears. Mm -hmm. So I went and bought those ones that were springy. Mm -hmm. Well, that was still some, it was better, but not as good. Still, still the same problem. Well, when I got old enough to make my own money and stuff, I had to go buy some $400 Oakley frames that go straight Oh, glasses that hold on my face. Mm-hmm. And now, no more of those headaches, no more of the sensitivity in my ears. You know, short story long is that when I wear these to keep myself from overheating, um, they pull my ears and they give me headaches that radiate from my, yeah. back of my ear up to the top of my head. Mm-hmm. And on top of it, these are even worse to breathe through. And now I'm like, it actually sucks into my mouth as I'm breathing in where the face shields, I could breathe through way better, yeah. almost, almost freely. And so anyways, I'm just damned either freaking way. And mind you, our company is all about safety. And now they're not. Yeah. I, I'm noticing um, more acne. My, I have a short beard but i'm noticing a lot more oils going on on my yeah, face i've noticed too oh my god <laughs> I'm just on kidding. me yep <laughs> so and don't uh, let a match around that <laughs> and then uh and then for sure the mask pulling on my ears mm. it's it's really annoying uh i'm constantly having to uh, adjust them but okay it's, it's cdc recommends keeping your eyes your hands away from your eyes and mouth mm-hmm. and wearing a mask because I feel <laughs> the, the, the biggest issue of getting it would be touching of your face. Your hands touch. That's how a lot of most people get the cold and stuff. Yeah, eyes, and, and, mouth, right. nose. And now we're all wearing these face shields and masks that don't even stop it. You know, mm-hmm. these are just shields and face coverings. And now we're always constantly touching our faces because we're wearing it. It literally does defeat the purpose because I constantly have to pull it up. Because it doesn't stay on my face. When you talk, it comes down. When I bend over or tilt my head up, it moves, it adjusts. And every day, like I said, the reason why we're talking about COVID again is because COVID is not just a daily thing. It is literally minute by minute. Mm-hmm. And, and it's unfortunate, even if you work in an office. So you're talking about mask stuff. On the screen here, I've got this little graph. Ooh, and I like graphs. Th- this is not like a hugely scientific thing. And um, I'll I'll post this on the uh, the the show notes so that folks can can look it up. But uh, basically, this parent sent off 
uh, masks that their kids had been wearing to school for uh, all day. Yeah. And they separated the masks. They um, uh, collected them. They sent in a mask with this. And they just wanted to have a lab check it out and see what kind of stuff remains on the on the mask. Not hugely scientific, but they did include a mask that was sort of the control. Good, good. Um, and I'd like to see more of these. And I, I, I haven't had time to really look for more of these types of studies, but I thought it was interesting to see what uh, they found. Uh, because school's back here pretty soon, at least in Oregon, yep. and a lot of other states are getting started as well. And so they were talking about, so if kids are going to wear masks all day long, of course there's other problems with it in social circumstances, not being able to see people's expressions and and other things. But they were looking at, well, what kind of stuff is actually collecting on these masks? Bacteria. Yeah, and that's exactly what they're coming up with. They found a lot of dangerous pathogens on, on the masks. And I find it, you know, a little disturbing that our government is now going to require uh, mask wearing for, you know, what is it an eight hour day almost right. for students? You're going to change them out every hour. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> but they found things, uh, bacteria, things that would contaminate and cause other illnesses like pneumonia, meningitis. The same reason why they told people to stop using hankies years and years ago. I imagine. Yeah. Not using the same yep. old thing, uh, over and over again. Uh, and, and it, it has nowhere to go. The stuff just sits mm-hmm. like, like it's foolish to me anybody that would want it when they cough or sneeze and they want to keep it in there you need to remove your mask and cough and sneeze out of it because then you are going to just be breathing in and well yeah yeah. this is an opportunity again you you throw it in your pocket or you take it off and then you know take a drink or eat and then you put it back on and now you've got this stuff potentially through the mask or on your hands uh, as, here's a list. There's there's 11 different uh, dangerous pathogens, as it says. It says, um, and I'm not going to be able to pronounce all these. <laughs> just just do the ones in the parentheses. Don't you do the big words? Yeah, because I not not for the audience, but for me, <laughs> <laughs> I can't read or pronounce them. So these are so one of them is strep, uh, which also you know that's one that that people kind of fear. You don't want to get strep. Uh, that can also cause pneumonia and some other things. Uh, there's a mycobacterium uh, tuberculosis. So this is a tuberculosis. <laughs> yeah, I just watched Tombstone. Scare. I saw Doc Holliday, and you don't want tuberculosis. No, you don't want TB. So uh, let's see, meningitis, um, polyphagia. I don't know if that's how you say it. But it's another bacteria. So it's like some kind of a fruit salad. Yeah. So these are, they show, it says pneumonia, bloodstream infection, meningitis, UTIs, all which happen to be resistant to back, uh, to antibiotics. Um, there's E. coli. Mm-hmm. And there's several others here that I will never be able to pronounce. But these are, these are things that will create additional problems for, yeah. for the kids. And these are things that were found on these masks. Right. Yeah. That, that's one thing I wanted you to point out is these aren't what could occur. These are things that did occur. Mm-hmm. Yep. These are things that did and, occur. And, and this is just a handful of them. Mm-hmm. You know, this is just like you said, is these people did. In fact, did they say how many masks that was turned in? But this is just a controlled amount. This isn't like everybody turn in your, in your, uh, your masks in the U.S. and let's check it out. This is. 
this is something that you're going to likely see probably equally mm-hmm. throughout. Yeah, there were six, six uh, masks that were tested. Oh my gosh. And they found all 11 things only on six of those. 83% That's even worse. 96 unique strains, 21 patho- uh, pathogenic strains. Oh my gosh. I was hoping you were going to say like 200 masks. Yeah. And a lot of them are resistant to antibiotics. Holy crap. Yeah. But that is, this is just a small, terrible. this is just a small, you know, this right. is just small results that some family sent in to the, the lab just to get tested because they were curious. I would like to see that this be blown up and just people pick co- yeah, one high school. Yeah, people collect them and send them into the lab and get them tested just to see. Because, because if this is only six, and out of six, out of only six, is one of them free of anything? Yeah, one of them was a, um, an unworn mask. So five. Five mm-hmm. people had 11 th- issues on it. So mm-hmm. more than one issue per mask nearly. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, and here's the other thing that... It is so important that we wear these masks to save us from that such so deadly, uh, you know, virus that you would think that throughout the cities, throughout my workplace, they would have biohazard waste material for to dispose these, mm-hmm. and they're like cigarette butts. Yeah, they're everywhere. They're everywhere. Yeah. It just blows me away well, when they they mandate and or push so much th- so many things, but they don't do anything to resemble or to follow their heightened of urgency. Yeah, they didn't say that COVID was found on any of these either. Uh, so oh. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. I didn't think about that. So one of the things that I find uh, interesting is that people are concerned about these masks and how COVID might be still within the fibers of the mask. And how bad that would be. But we already know that COVID starts to die on surfaces pretty fast, especially if it's in any kind of UV light. So if you see one of those masks on the street, it's pre- it's very probable that that thing's not going to have living COVID, or I shouldn't say living, but active COVID. Right. I, I'm but, just more worried about but, that stuff. But it could have all this other Right, stuff. that's what I'm worried about. People that have to go pick that up. <laughs> yeah. Yep. There's some that's that's some stuff on it. Yeah, it is. It's a lot of stuff. And the, and then to even think that you know, and then it's entrapped in that mask all day long, and then at times they're breathing hard, and then it gets wet. Yeah, you know. I mean, <laughs> so I brought up the CDC website, and as of that'll be informative. <laughs> and as of today, um, I just want to go over some of the death rates because. Everyone's concerned right now. Uh, the death rates of the people that are talking out against it. it well, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> they're all they're all concerned about the spread of the new Delta variant, right? But what we found is that the Delta variant among vaccinated people has a very very low, low. <laughs> death rate, right? And so, but mind you, we seem to be a really relatively low death rate with COVID. Well, yeah, it's uh, as it is. So if this is a little bit lower. It's like 1%, I think. Oh, ooh. No, that's more than I expected. With the vaccinations, it's way less than that. Yeah, okay. <laughs> We're talking about the population in general. I just wish those vaccinated people would stop spreading the virus around. Well... <laughs> 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 I just can't. I'm just saying that they are just as much as the next guy. It's that's just the. It's, there's a lot of people get in trouble these days, um, and when they're ranting, they're talking about 
how they don't want those um, unvaccinated people to spread it around. And it's like, ma'am, well, there's been a few of them that have been ladies, so that's why I'm saying Mm -hmm. ma'am. And it's like, you do know that you can catch it and you can transmit it to you know that right you should just know that (laughs) i don't know if you know that i still think that people are under the impression even though there is for it or against it there's enough information out there to know what it does or or what what their claim of it to do Mm -hmm. and they never claimed it to do that and i still think people still think that it means it's a get out of jail card not free because you know Mm -hmm. but you know like like you're good you're never going to get it. You're not going to pass it. You're golden. And now they're, but then again, I don't know why they get so upset about other people that don't have the vaccination if that's the case. Well, here's, a, here's an interesting thing. I've been talking to a lot of folks that are very uh, left-leaning. These are friends or coworkers, uh, athletes that I coach. And they, it's, it's funny because their tune has sort of started to change. And I've kind of mentioned this comment to many of them, which is why why didn't you have this opinion in the beginning? Which is, they think, hey, the vaccine, the vaccine has been out for a long time. The people who, who are unvaccinated have had an opportunity to get the vaccine for a long, not, long time now. There's enough information available that people are pretty informed on how effective um, the vaccine has been. And they say, you know, at some point you just have to say, you know, let them make their own decision. If they don't want it, I we there's nothing you can do to force them, and we shouldn't be forcing them. And I and I kind of go, well, go where did, where was this opinion a long time ago? Right. Because the reality is, you can't. You can try so hard. You could be the 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 Taliban, and you still can't force everyone to do everything that you right. want them to do. And and it might lead to other people's deaths if that's how bad. Mm-hmm. Strongly, I'm just saying because that's. Mm-hmm. There's been enough. How bad are you going to make us? There's been enough guilt out there. There's enough infighting. There's political fighting. There's in fam- family. families yeah. fighting about vaccination or not vaccination. There are spouses, and at some point, you have to realize that we are in a country of individuals, and there are individuals who are followers. Those are um, some individuals who are just want to be an individual, and then there are those leaders. And, and you cannot control these personalities. You right. cannot be the person who's controlling everyone. And, and here's the, I'm going to say the issue, the, I'll say it's the issue is if you could take your, you know, if some people could take themselves out of what's going on, don't be so personal for a minute. And the issue is, is that there is good enough reason out there to show that you should take it. And I hate to say that because I don't want to take it. I'm not, not for it. Mm-hmm. But guess what? People that take it or are for it needs to understand there's enough real factual evidence for out there for the people that don't want to take it to not take it. it. There really is. And so for the person that sees the pluses for them, that's great. For the people that sees the negatives for them, that's great in America, but there is facts that show both ways. I mean, there, you know, I don't know what happened to Johnson Johnson. Seem to, uh, they seem to have like a clotting issue. Mm-hmm. And then there's, there's two other ones. I was talking to a guy that is anti-vaccination guy. And what if the job makes you? Are you a guy that's going to go, well, I got to keep my job? Or are you 
so anti-vax that you're going to go, well, see ya. I'm not going to be here and get it. And he was one of the guys that would be like, well, I'd go get it. I'm like, ooh, really? And he goes, but I've done a lot of research. I'm not going to go get the, I can't remember which one is which. I can't go get this one because they have a lot of issues with the heart. Messes up with the heart. And then the other one is more neural, neur- neurological. Thanks. <laughs> Being there for me. Um, and I think he chose the one that has issues with the heart because he has less issues in his family that way. So it's nice that he has the, that there's information out there that, and was, and it enlightened me to go look that up too, because if I'm forced to go do something somehow that at least maybe I should at least choose the best for me Mm -hmm. because there's three issues, major issues with all of these that people are continuously having. And unfortunately with, I don't want to say the wrong one, but I want to say it was the, I'm not going to say it because I might say the wrong one, but one of them is really bad with the hearts and then they're noted with our heart issue and they're noticing even more lately coming out. And so it's, it is concerning, but I think we talked about this before is that for all the people that have taken it, the issues at this point anyways are so small it might, you know, it might be worth taking, you know, might, it sh- might show that it's very, very uh, small chances that you run into this. Just like I might think it's a very small chance of me dying from COVID. Well, the, the argument could be the same for the vaccinations at this point, dying from the vaccination Yep. at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, it could change, I, I feel, but, um, but, you know, I try to be realistic about it and, um, Frankly, honestly, when my wife and I really, we don't like to have to take anything. It's too bad that we had to take anything for measles or whatever, you know, but some things have been necessary. But my wife and I, and so and we're pretty average people, so I'd like to think there's probably a lot of people out there like us that we just want more time. We don't want to feel pressure, more pressure as American feels. It makes it kind of put a, a dirty you know, connotation to it, you know, like something's wrong, something's wrong. You know, like we're, we're, we're kind of forced to be leery of things, you know, but we just want to be able to give it time. I mean, it's still experimental. We try to be rational and be like, let's just, we want them to wait, give it time. Yeah. And I think that's we're not necessarily again, well, we are against it at this point in a sense, but we just want time. And I feel that with the numbers that the CDC gives us, shows we have time just like they show the stuff with the flu it's it's comparable i'll say it that way they it was you could take it or not you know i think there's a few different pressures uh back back to your original point which is you know the personal choice you get to choose in your life the things that you do or don't do and this is one of those things at least while we live here yeah and and we need to we need to maintain that so no matter what you think the the uh, the side effects and how they might impact you, or you know what what risks might be involved, you still get to make that decision. And in our country, this is supposed to be one of those things that our our country is founded on, which is personal liberties, our choices. And the government's not supposed to be forcing us to do stuff. We're right. actually supposed to be in charge of our government. That's exactly right. Uh, we've got. A couple of different pressures. One is right now, we've got the idea of uh, side effects, 
and I think Moderna was the one that has the heart. Uh, That's issues. what I was going to say, and, but I didn't know for sure. Yeah, and and what they found is that the Moderna, they have there's one very specific thing that they're that they're concerned about, and it's not a massive concern because they've they've had millions and millions of people take it and have and not have that issue. So if we're looking at statistics and we're looking at well how many people are vaccinated and then how many people are actually going to the hospital or dying when they've been vaccinated that number is so incredibly small it's actually bigger than the side effects right. that we're talking about but, so if you're looking <clears throat> at pure data then again you you get to make the choice right and i'm not gonna i'm not gonna force someone to do it now i i got my vaccine um for a, a few different reasons one of them was just weighing the you know if if i were to get sick with covid some of the side effects that people experience uh from the people who actually have had covid and um kind of scared and, and me mind you bit. people this fool is um <laughs> i'm sorry <laughs> That's mean. This sucker is the one of the probably in his age group, probably one of the most healthiest guys in his age group. If he was to get it, he would probably feel the least uh, side effects. And if he got bad side effects, he just would know he'd be okay. But he still wouldn't got it. <laughs> but to each his own. And I agree with you. <laughs> and, and and also being in in America, you know, we have the right to clown on each other. But I do like to be. Uh, fun in doing it i don't think i think ridicule and clowning <laughs> is two different things but yeah. but i will say this though my concern truly is it's not just lying in the moment and i think that is for a lot of other people when you do see videos of a guy that got the jab and literally he's been at the hospital for three days since then mm -hmm. and he's paralyzed and he's hoping he could live and and it's not documented any other way. It is due to the shot. So I do understand, and this is my problem, is is I don't want to be that one in a million. He yeah. doesn't... It's not that, even one in a million. It's less know, than that. But, right. You know what yeah, I mean? I totally agree. Because but, they are going through it, and it's easy, for, but I could, I could be that one. That's absolutely and that's correct. What, that's the scare, because, and that's all it... Unfortunately, that's what that's all it takes for people to go, well, well, wait, well for that's some... Right. But that's what the left... Low. That's what the left seems to be pushing, and uh, Fauci and these other folks is that they scare you. Now it's you're you're a jerk because it's now for the children. I know. Right, they they keep changing their narrative. For the children. It's for the children. And so now oh, Siri is talking talking to me. <laughs> That's not nice she says. Oh. Or, she's know. listening. Yeah. See? Is she even a she? Are we gendering I'm, her? Them so, they is listening and uh <laughs> I'll tell you that's so, another podcast right gosh, there. Dang it. Uh, so where was I going? Uh, anyway, so it's for the children. So you can be looked at as like a complete jerk because you're not doing it for to take care of the children. Right. Even though the statistics, if you look, the children are the are the least susceptible. the 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 number of deaths that have taken place are in the in the children. You know, the under twelve age group have all been from kids that have pre existing conditions right. that. If they were to have gotten sick with the flu, they may not have made it. Right. So we're, no, we're totally talking about understand. a very vulnerable population. If you look at the CDC uh, statistics, you can see the graphs, and you can break it down by age group, and it is almost flatlined down almost to nothing 
in that below 12 age group. And that's where so many people start going, well, wait a minute. What are you doing this for? Because we're smart human beings, you know? Mm -hmm. we, we are educated human beings for the most part, even the idiots, uh, you know? <laughs> but we, we all can take a step back and go, man, come on. That doesn't make sense. Come on, if all the elite could get into a party together and not be fear of dying and losing their own wonderfulness, <laughs> mm -hmm. then our kids are good. And mind you, all those elite are in the range of need to be concerned. Yep, they're in that. And, and there's a lot of us out there that sit there and think that they are, have taken this beyond the situation that we have at hand and they're utilizing it to take away a lot of our abilities and rights and liberties and and why not start with the kids that's how it goes you know you gotta you gotta get them young so when their kids are born now they're born in the real normal mm -hmm. there's no going back to normal because now they're you know mm, no i won't talk about it so my my you know, day job is, is in education and we're mandated now by Kate Brown to have every employee vaccinated. And that, that's not just every employee, it's also volunteers. And she has kind of held off on the, 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 the due date until I think it's October 18 or when the FDA finally approves it. Basically it's the FDA still has to do a final approval on it in order for her to mandate this. And I know a lot of per people personally who are not vaccinated and they've never asked all of the non-vaccinated non have never asked other people to mask up around them. Uh, they're not asking to be protected mm -hmm. and everyone else has gotten vaccine. So why is it now that we're going to force those people? Because again, we're in a spot that it, the statistics what? show that if you're vaccinated, the likelihood is very, very low, very extremely well, low. We know, we all know. Uh, but so, do you know what the difference is, or what what's going on with October 18 versus FDA approval? Uh, I'm not sure. I, I think that's when the FDA is scheduled to actually have mm -hmm. an approval. So, I, and I don't know for sure, but I, it doesn't matter to me. It's the fact of the matter is, is that. We should still be have a personal choice. It's, we still need to be acting like we live in America. Now, you were talking a little bit earlier, and I had this conversation with some javelin throwers earlier today, and that, in, you know, this is like a society that we live in where we have basically allowed ourselves to be dependent on other things. My point here is, in the world of being forced to get yourself a vaccine or take a medication or do whatever. If you go into, let's say, a store and they say, nope, you can't shop here unless you're vaccinated, or you work at a job, can't work here unless you're vaccinated, or whatever it is, there are levels of, of compliance that you can fight against and protest. If, yeah. if it's a store and the only reason that... Uh, that I wouldn't shop at the stores because they're forcing me to wear a mask, I'll go down the street to the next store that doesn't require it. That's an easy choice to make. Now, if it's the next store is not down the street, but rather 
let's say a 10 minute drive. Now we're talking about, it's a little bit more of an obligation to drive that extra distance, but I'm still okay with doing that because I'll protest the, the, the mandate of that, of that mask or vaccine. Okay. Now a job, now that's more of an extreme because a job is really your livelihood. Sure. And, and there are some people in relatively, let's say low, <laughs> low paying job, where you could get that same job pretty much anywhere else that doesn't have that same policy. You could make those decisions, but I think that most of our society, they are very dependent on on that particular agreement, that, that yeah. relationship. And so they're willing to d- then go against their, maybe morals isn't the right thing, but go against their beliefs in order to maintain that that job. And, right, I, and if we had a society, I do that right now with the job I am yeah. in now. Well, yeah, as as do I. But I I look at it as if we had more people in the society that would stand up and actually <laughs> make a decision with their feet by going someplace else, we would start to see that these policies are not going to be successful. Because if you go to a store and you get fewer customers because you have a sign on your window that says masks are required then you're probably so, going to change your policy. Well, guess what? Everything we say, it's a chess game. Well, guess what? They've already moved to defeat that and go to New York right now. Mm-hmm. Guess what? You can't go to the next store. You can't go to the next store. You can't go to the next store. If those mm-hmm. stores do, they get fine. And so here's the next issue. Mm-hmm. So then you go, well, F that. I'm going to go to the next state. Oh, wait. You can't cross state lines now, remember? <laughs> I don't know if it's implemented in New York or not, but that's the next thing is not crossing state lines without being vaccinated, right? Yeah, the vaccine passport. So, therefore, if that keeps you example, I'm not going to give you an example because it's going to show my uh, geography uh, my, <laughs> or lack of my ability to know geography. Anyways, a blue state mm-hmm. that ha- happens to be you know, boarding a red state couldn't just go over to one state or another to enjoy one of their, their freedoms, their serve freedoms. There you mm-hmm. go. And, but right now in New York, they can't, they don't have the option to do three quarters of what you just said. Mm-hmm. And th- what do you think Oregon is, is going to want to follow suit? I'm sure California is pissed because they weren't the first ones to do it. Mm-hmm. And, but that's truly what they're doing. You have to show vaccination cards. You have to show ID and papers as you go in. And if they don't ask, they could be fined. So mm-hmm. sounds great. The person's willing to put some, some, uh, wear their tread on their shoes is great mm-hmm. until they take that option away from you. And that's like what you were saying is, is it also is if we stand now, we could stop. Well, it's already going on, unfortunately, mm-hmm. but stop it from keep growing because when they take that ability to treat it like capitalism and go down to the next store, because if that's what they want, I can almost be the guy that goes, so be it. They, this, 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 uh, I'm going to make up a couple things. This AM PM, I'm not saying they do or don't. They'll let me walk in without a shirt. 7-Eleven won't. I'm going down there without a shirt. Same thing with a mask or not, you yeah. know? Mm-hmm. But when they take that right away, and I think that that's what people aren't seeing. Like um, That's where government I talked to some friends and family, and they're like, why are you always making it political? It's like, 
I'm not. We're not. It is political. You mm-hmm. can't say it's not. That's just the proof of it. The politicians are making those rules. They're right. applying them across the board. And right. it's, it's unfortunate because it, it does. It, it then makes everyone have the same, uh, the same environment. And you know what? Variety is actually a good thing. We it's should amazing. Have, yeah, we should have we should have a little bit more freedom. Ask North Korea about variety. Yeah, and I'm not even making a joke. Yeah, I like their uh, choice of six haircuts. <laughs> uh, okay, so back on where did that even come from? That's hilarious. <laughs> they have restrictions on what haircuts you, they can get. Uh, that's funny. <laughs> so, like we touched base on a previous podcast, is this is the time for celebration. The time that the people that made the vaccination celebrate that they what they did. I'm not saying it is or that's what did it. <clears throat> I'm just saying that America, this is the time that we should come together. Just like in the movie Independence Day when they killed all those aliens and they all got <laughs> together and celebrated and mm-hmm. they called people up and went, woohoo. That's, it's, that's time. Mm-hmm. When, when the flu is killing more people, well, was killing more people than than COVID success. Mm-hmm. I mean, nobody wants anybody to die, right? We all understand that, but mm-hmm. well, now but we have to be serious because when somebody gets in their their Prius to their Yukon, they already know that that is a far greater chance of death that day than any of this mm-hmm. and in any disease that we have in any cancer your chance of dying that day is huge yeah. and we still all get in it even these people these morons <laughs> pedestrians the pedestrians that are the morons that that walk down the road with their face in the phone mm-hmm. that step and almost fall off of the the curb they are at wor- more risk mm-hmm. than this of dying i yeah. mean it but the point is, is that you could even do everything right in the world and, and, and adjust your life to keep, take the safest path. I'm going to walk. I'm not going to do this. I'm going to stay at home, whatever. You still don't know. And even that, those unknowns, is worse off than, than, than the COVID. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I, I wish people would, because I know there's a lot of people going through a lot of things in their heads right now with scare, the actual fear from this. And... I don't feel that they should be in that place in their head. Mm-hmm. It could happen. They could get hurt. They or you know know somebody that dies. They could die. Sure, but if they know who they are, know what's around them, take precautions accordingly. Just like you would do during the flu season. Mm-hmm. Just like you would do if you walk into a hospital and you know, or if you go to visit somebody that has leukemia, you want to put a certain mask on. You want to you know treat what your your surroundings. Um, Mm-hmm. in time you know so I, yeah. I i just think it's it's time to just do preventatives not not trying to cure the whole world mm-hmm. of it yeah well there's some dishonesty out there about the mask mandates where like florida ron DeSantis has made a basically a, a, i guess it's a law that says that you cannot do a mask mandate and then a lot of news organizations are saying well, he's going to kill the children because now they can't they can't be masked up and what the point that they're missing is that he's not banning masks, he's banning the mandate. The mandate. People still can wear masks all they right. want. That's fine. 
but the mandate, and I think that is terribly important. If this guy does run for president, I'll probably vote for him. Dude, he's for vaccinations, if I'm correct. Yeah. I'm not, yeah, but he but, is. But, he, but he's not. He's for the option of it. Exactly. He encourages people to, I think he's encourages to get them. I think he's not like, there's a difference between, you know, um, not encouraging and being against the vaccination, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. You know, so, but... I feel that he is actually more on the side of promoting it than not even. Mm-hmm. So for the people that seem to hate him because he's an anti-COVID or anti-mask vaccination guy, that's not him. No. He's he's a freaking pro-American. Mm-hmm. Take yeah. care of it like you want to yeah. or need to. Uh, let's, uh, let's take a quick break. Come back. I want to talk a little bit about Afghanistan. <sighs> you know, I had, I almost was going to touch base on use them as an example and i stopped because (laughs) it's a hard one to to talk about yeah well when we come back we'll chit chat about it yeah sounds good dave and i appreciate you listening to the show please take a moment and write a review on apple podcast or podchaser.com and since spotify doesn't currently have reviews simply telling your friends about the show would be great too Also, you can always reach out to us at our website, nevertoserious.com, or via our socials at the NTS Podcast. And seriously, from the bottom of our hearts, thanks again for listening to the show. All right, we are back. So wanted to transition a little bit to the big news, which is Afghanistan. President Biden decided to pull our troops out of uh, Afghanistan, and... I I have to agree that I didn't really want to be in Afghanistan, and I'm glad that we're leaving, but how we're leaving uh, is embarrassing. I, I completely agree. <clears throat> it's like when you're, like, dating this gal, unless they decide to have mess around with her, and then, you know, you're like, oh, my gosh, what are they doing? <laughs> Once you're in there, how you get out matters. <laughs> you don't want true. You don't, you, you know, they minimize conflict. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you just got to finish the job. Well, some, so, sometimes it's, I mean, I, I can recall some relationships of my past that I couldn't figure out how to get out of that relationship. And the United States is definitely in that relationship, and they're doing a very poor job of exiting Very rarely is it good to do. Oh, so I think I could speak for a handful of Americans. It seems like it seems the... I don't care who, what side you're on. It seems like it's the norm or close to. Mm-hmm. I believe that most of us felt like we shouldn't have been there in the first place. Yeah. In the first place. This may not be the, the normal feeling, but after 9-11, you know what? It was. At 9-11, I don't care who you were. You might have changed your minds now, but I promise you at 9-12 that America wanted freaking revenge. America wanted us to go over there and turn that freaking desert into a sheet of glass. Mm -hmm. We wanted to somehow get something back for those. And I'm going to minimize this, and I'm sorry, but some 3,000-plus people that died. It was probably way more, right? But but it was an emotional, personal thing for every American. And we wanted, lack of better words, revenge. A lot of us didn't think that why we need to go over there and now we have to change them into a having a democracy and change their ways. Well, guess what? They might not be ready for it. Mm-hmm. But I didn't understand why we had to do that. Yes, I 
right or wrong, I don't care. I, maybe I was just being emotional. Maybe it is the right thing. But I wanted him to go over and blast some crap. I wanted him to destroy anybody that would ever do it again. How's that? Mm-hmm. And um, I didn't care that we would be there for 20 years. And I think most of us didn't want that. Mm-hmm. And so getting out, like uh, President Trump was, made a plan to get out. And that's great. You should, in order to do something successfully, have a date of completion so you could plan on it and not waste, you know, you know, just plan on it. So, but the issue is, is that it's how you do it is everything. Mm-hmm. And what has happened has turned into one of the, and this is the saddest thing, I guess, that I say at first, but number one, not number one, it's huge embarrassment for the co- country. And I mean, this is something that will affect everything worldwide. I mean, when, once this has happened, um, our, some of our not ally, our enemies have moved uh, you know, their troops. There's movement. We don't see it all, but the whole planet is in movement because of something major like this. This is so big, and our, our president cares to talk about COVID. So I know we were talking about COVID, but, you know, to, to, to fix, to, to put these two together, this, you know, we're talking about Afghanistan here is, is when we had our president go up and talk and he needed to speak on our southern border situation, which is a disaster. So many, I don't even know how many thousands of people come in every day. And now this disaster, mm-hmm. and he go, comes up to speak about COVID. We just talked about how good COVID is these days compared to before. And he speaks on masking up and stuff, not on this situation in Afghanistan where he is the president of leaving people behind. He's definitely shown his inability to lead. Even CNN, one of the most left-leaning news organizations that I, that I know, um, is complaining about how poorly the administration has done on on exiting Afghanistan. I don't know all the details of the history and you know I don't I don't care for, you know, a lot of the details. It's, you know, 20 years in the making. You should be able to plan an exit a lot better than than what happened um here recently. And and he's and to be honest, he's not being very honest about it. We I mean, I'm seeing a lot of different uh video clips where, you know, the president's saying one thing and then his security people or his military people then contradict him and so there's you can see that there's some problems internally with the administration when the leader is getting undermined by his his uh, subordinates well that's the problem is is our president was given um uh essentially my words a no-go on what he was doing and he did it anyways Mm -hmm. and um and then the other issue was is that he claims that that he had, you know, this is all planned out. This is all planned out. But the thing is, is this number one is not planned out. If this is a plan, this is an absolute failure of a plan. But Joe Biden says that this would never happen. This could never happen. They will never be able to take it over. And then weeks later, they did exactly opposite of what he said. Mm-hmm. It, it was so, such a bad call that. It almost seems, which probably isn't it, the case, truly, but it seems like it was done intentional. Like he told them the game plan. Yeah, so there's... Uh, it, what, what bothers me is that the Taliban 
you know, they're a bunch of cave people, to be honest. They live up in the caves, and they've been fighting against, uh, you know, U.S. military for the first few years, and then Af- the Afghanistan uh, military, they started to kind of take over a lot of the operations, and, and the U.S. was doing training and then air support. And how this stuff sort of went down is that the military started to basically exit and the air support started to exit and all that additional support uh, went away. And then the Afghan military caved in, completely caved in. In fact, the the leader of of the country ended up flying and exiting the, the country. So the Taliban ended up having a lot more uh, opportunity to speed through and start taking over ter- territories and cities and whatnot. And, and it just started to crumble. And the U.S. supposedly is in some sort of agreement with Taliban about, you know, not attacking the troops and all this stuff. And, that, and Doesn't that blow you away? What well, American wouldn't be blown away that they're negotiating with the freaking terrorists? Well, I, the, way, the way I look at it is that there should have been a bigger effort to remove their capability of, of creating an army, uh, a, a Taliban army, that had the capability of moving cross country like that. And I don't know why that didn't take place, but when you see a, a crumbling of the Afghan military, partly because the, the U.S. left in such a way that couldn't, could not provide support, and then they left all these other assets, and we're talking human assets, and then you get to the point where you start seeing these articles that, you know, in fact, I'm, I'm looking at one here, where the military left all of their other not all, but a majority of their resources in Humvees, air support, um, weapons. They have more, Apa- Taliban has more Apache helicopters than the Australian army does now, or, or military now. That's just, uh, that's so irresponsible in my we mind. We not only funded, it, we supported and we armed the Taliban on, uh, on our tax dollars and... Because, how about this? If our president was right, because it was all planned, you know, you, you know, most people knows that when people flee, they don't always just take all their stuff. But what they do, they have things they do, and they have to destroy things. Yeah, that's right. And they didn't destroy much of it, and they left it for them. It wouldn't have taken much but a flare in each one of those choppers to make them never work again. And with their abilities, you could have just r- cut a few wires. Especially with their with their abilities. And it's, it's not like... I mean, th- those folks are probably not capable of of handling a lot, a lot of that... Um, a, a lot of those, uh, those assets. But to leave them there allows them to stockpile and to then u- utilize them, learn how to use stuff, and so coordinate here, their efforts. So here's the scarier part. And I'm getting this from my... I call him my buddy. He doesn't know me, but he's my buddy. Uh, he's everybody's buddy, but Dan Bongino. And things I didn't think about, I don't remember what report it's called, but so here's the scarier part. There's still up over 10,000 people still over there, okay? Well, they're, they have this list of, of who people are and where they are. They can round up those people and force them to fly those things. Because those people are still there. And so, but they, I can't remember what they call it, those something report, which I think was something list that has all the lists of 
the people that are and their abilities over there. And now that they they have that in their hands, <clears throat> this person that could fly this this chopper, they could go utilize or yeah. forced to utilize. Well, I think it's terribly irresponsible to have all those assets. Like you said, throw a flare in there, at least destroy some of the capabilities. I mean, I just think it's so irresponsible to leave such high-tech uh, resources, ammunition and weapons and um, other technology. Have, like like, it's like night now, vision? Yeah, I mean, now they have it's capabilities huge. that they never had before, and it's in, it's in mass. So who knows? I mean, that's not going to be, they're not going to be coming over, you know, to our soil and fighting us no, with that. But, but it's their it, border of India. It's all their border people and they could sell it to their other people too. Well, I, yeah, but my, my concern is now that they have that good luck ever helping the Afghans again, because their military, the, you know, the Taliban military now has the ability to, to do much more, uh, you know, defense of their, of their territories. And I mean, they're, they're kind of like, um, like I said, they're kind of like cavemen, you know, they're, they're not into well, modern society, Western society. Think about this. They're going to rule based on this totalitarian rule that they've right. believed in for their entire existence. Like the native Americans here. Okay. The native Americans back in the day when they were fighting it out with, um, well, I'll just say us. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I can't. The people that are, that are stead, yeah. whoever that came over here and started wiping them out. But anyways, they had what spears, knives, uh, bows, arrows, and and hatches, essentially, right? Mm-hmm. Well, once they, you know, killed them, they could pick up these weapons and be like, "Whoa, this is not in their this is not in their timeline yet." You know, mm-hmm. it would have been hundred. who knows how long for them to even come up if ever, you know, and now they have that source and now they use it against them to make themselves more powerful. So it's mm-hmm. something like that. But, yeah. I mean, helicopters and, you know, rocket launchers that right? are, you know, guided, laser guided. I mean, we're talking. M4 uh, rifles, I, I, AKs, ammo. I thought that I technology. heard. I thought that I heard something or read something about um, they have, they left some drone technology down there as well. Mm. So I wouldn't doubt it. It's just it to me. It, it even CNN is is you know complaining about how poor this this was. Was it CNN so. that said if this isn't a failure, what is? Yeah, that's yeah, that's right. That should be their new mm-hmm. slogan. Yeah. You know, <laughs> yeah. But uh, on you know the the next piece to this, and you know eventually we're gonna get stuff out, and it's still gonna be somewhat of a disaster. That whole region is gonna be even more of a disaster and, and its neighbors are going to be, um, you know, Im- impacted by it. I think China and Russia, you know, they're willing to, uh, recognize them as, as, you know, a, a power and it, it, it definitely, it, it weakens the United States and our relationship with our allies, especially so, our relationship with our allies, you know, example, Taiwan's going through some stuff with China right now mm-hmm. and Taiwan's going to go, I am speculating, but Taiwan could be thinking, uh, those guys just bailed on those guys. Um, are these guys going to be here for us? Mm -hmm. You know, we had this area covered for 20 years, approximately. And the generation 
that exists right now the the median age i guess is like i don't even know if it's 30 a lot of those folks have never experienced what it's like to live in a taliban controlled um space and they have this massive fear now i mean they weren't completely westernized but they were moving in that direction because there had been a generation of people who had experienced a little bit of westernization the but ability these are 14 18 20 year old girls that's never had to ha- be in a sex slave mm-hmm. never even had it in their culture i'm sure they've talked about it sure but now is not only a possibility it's a reality it w- it's a will be that's the thing is mm-hmm. it's a will be and i feel is number one this my personal take is that number one we should never have been there but once we stepped in there we had a service, we had a duty to make it so, make it right before you left it. You know, you shouldn't just leave it and go, well, good luck to you. You know, because, you know, one thing I kind of agree with what Biden said was that, kind of, is that, you know, that they weren't willing to fight for themselves. I'm not saying they weren't willing to fight for themselves, but that they were, they seemed to be so in fear that they are so they'd rather just give up, I guess. I don't know. One of the issues that I, that I find in our culture and I was seeing glimpses of it with the Afghan culture. And that is there's a, there's a certain point where hard work makes you um, proud. It makes you commit to maintaining your livelihood. What I was seeing with the Afghan army, with their culture, is that they were starting to get to a point where they're more comfortable, where they're being taken care of, and they didn't really have to fight hard to maintain their 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 lifestyle, their life, their country. Right. And but their and, stability and, and pillars was based on the Americans. That's what I'm getting at. Yeah. Yep. So the problem is, is that they got to a point where they were still feeling the support. I kind of take that back to the United States and we have a whole bunch of people who are dependent on the government. And I don't, I I still think, of course, America is strong. There's still a strong culture that says we want to maintain our, our, the way our, the way that we live. But there is a huge population right now in America that would, that would just like put down, you know, go down to their knees and accept some foreign um yes. country and that's kind of what i was seeing in these images even prior to this this exit watching some of the the videos of of the afghan army the trainees going in there and trying to do jumping jacks i don't know if you saw that video but they couldn't even coordinate their jumping jacks they couldn't uh they didn't understand how to use their weapons safely there were accidents there were people who used to get in trouble is this the afghan army yes yeah okay. uh, people got in trouble for uh being high or drunk on the job um leaders uh afghan uh, like military leaders would get in trouble for doing bad things to their soldiers like in one case was raping one of the male soldiers uh his replacement ended up getting killed by his soldiers. And I mean, we're talking about a, a very dysfunctional right. uh, group of people with that, but getting when they start getting comfortable in their protection, 
then they lose the ability to really to fight grow. for themselves and right. to be independent uh, of themselves. That's why it's like a dam versus water, and the Americans are the dam holding back the water. And the second that it cracked, did they all run and put a thumb on it or push it back, or did they all just flee? Mm-hmm. A couple of things before we close out the show here. Um, one is, I think that, you know, in the, the grand scheme of things, um, yes, the pullout was very, very ugly, um, poorly managed, poorly done. But one of the biggest things that I think is a mistake, and that is they did this during their fighting season, quote unquote. That's a, if, see, there's so the, many things. The, Go the, ahead. The, yes, the, this the, is another thing. The, evidently, there's a, a season of fighting over there. I mean, they've been fighting for since 1970-ish, you know, so it's constant. But the winters evidently are really harsh over there. So why would you, because you can coordinate an exit they when it's They have a no-fighting season. <laughs> but why would, you, why would you not wait until the winter time to exit these things and, and do it in such a way that allowed for people to safely get out including all of the contractors, including all the people who were there, right. the Afghanis that were there supporting our troops, the interpreters, all of Do those folks. Do little at a time for the next five months. But instead, no, we had this date and we're going to stick to it. Well, you can see the result. And I thought that, you know, the Vietnam War, that would have been a lesson learned. And I think we're repeating. I really think that if there wasn't a a sinister plot okay you know for this to go bad i'm not saying there was i'm just saying if there was i mean so oh my gosh it's so hard for me to not think that it, you have to be that stupid that dumb to to literally do it well in all the wrong ways at all the wrong times and seems like even for the wrong reasons because the reason i feel he's doing it is because biden wants to try to look presidential and cool. I really feel, like I said, is if he's not doing it for a bad purpose, it's, I think he thought, you know, by September 11, they get out and it's going to make me look good. And I think that he's just looking at the banner and the, oh, that looked great. And not really see about every, all that's going on. I mean, it, I, I I just think they're all glory ridden, well, and they don't care about the wake. It's very obvious. To get him there. It's very obvious that we have poor leaders right now in so, so many levels. But I don't know how this is going to roll out. I think that with with Biden's um, record so far in his seven months, it looks really really bad. And even even the left wing news organizations are complaining about his performance. My, so my think my thought is. He may not even he may not even last the rest of his term. We had a podcast and we yep. kind of speculated with his mental capacity that he may not even make it through his first year, year. Yeah. in office. And I'm I'm still leaning towards that. We haven't come up to the year yet, but I don't There's, think he's going to last his first term. I bet sure. you I have a feeling especially because of this because this is all that's going on right now, right? So when 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 the when the poo hits the fan is usually after everything's been fixed 
or resolved, or at least done to the best of its capacity. Mm -hmm. And then it's pause, and then hell breaks loose. Mm -hmm. And I will say that I bet you, man, at the end by the end of this year, I think that we're going to have some some Kamala Pelosi situation, yeah. unless that they could try to push the blame on Kamala as well. Yep. Yep. I don't think you're it's wrong. It's interesting Dave. to be alive. I just wish I could have a positive attitude <laughs> yeah. while we're going through this stuff because yeah. we have to be prepared as we're civilians of this yeah. well, wonderful nation. I think you're right. All right. Let's uh, wrap it up. What do you say? Yes, I think we should. All right. Just like I think Hunter Biden should do. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. If you don't mind, hit that subscribe button on YouTube. Uh, If you're just listening to podcasts, please share this podcast with others. We would appreciate that. You can find us at nevertoserious.com. Send us an email at mailbag at nevertoserious.com. You can also find us on Twitter and Getter at the NTS podcast. And is it too soon to bring it up? But... Is there anything on the swag part of town? Yeah, we've got some merch. And yeah. I can't wait for my first order to arrive. Yeah, me so too. I can wear some stuff. But yeah, you can't wait or... to show it off. I hope I didn't jump the gun. I don't know if no. we want to have a reveal, but nope. why not? People will be able to get theirs early too. Yeah. It's in fact for the next couple of weeks, you get fifteen percent off on, on your order. So go to our website, nevertoserious.com, and you can see the shop for merch. Uh, link there so that would be fantastic and where they could send us maybe a picture of them wearing it that would um, be awesome uh, where could they send that Scott I, I, on Getter or Twitter on or Twitter that would be great yep um, okay well until we see you next time take care and be safe